Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network. This podcast is powered by the pros at Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Arkansas owned, Arkansas operated. GoPascal.com. You're listening to the Bud Light Morning Rush Podcast. Bud Light, proud sponsor of Arkansas Athletics. I'm always high on the hogs, guys. <laughs> I'm high. Well, I'm not high right now, but my day is young. My odometer's way up there. I'm that 2018 that's already got 130,000 miles on it. The Razorbacks rush across the field to get that boot. Tommy Chuck and tight. You guys are the gold standards of sports talk radio. He bleeds to Arkansas. Ty's got good hair. Chuck, that was rough, man. It was a rough Saturday. Rough weekend. I mean, I think Saturday for a lot of people is almost ancient history now. Yesterday was the day that, I mean, it just turned into an internet feeding frenzy. And I thought college football fans, not just here, but across the country, were just going to blow the thing up. <laughs> um, you know, it started in the morning with Jimbo. And, you know, it just kind of morphed from there. And, our situation obviously drew a lot of attention. And, um, hey, it was a good day to have a website that not a lot of people subscribe to. And you could, like, throw all kinds of, like, people say and hearing reports. And all of a sudden, people are clicking on your site and you're a star and people are citing you and you're getting attention. And that's what happened a lot yesterday. And then you were wrong. <laughs> yeah, and then you were wrong. And you were wrong. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it's funny how that works yeah. out. But yeah. it's uh, um, look. I, I'm 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 not saying that what happened Saturday was not a uh, uh, you know it was the type ball game that alters your view on things. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. And, well, go ahead. I'm sorry. You could feel the worm turn on Saturday. Well, I, I mean, it 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 certainly was that kind of game. Now, you know, can it turn back? Well, I don't know. You know, lots of times um, when it's gone, it's gone. There are situations where you can get it back. This stuff that happened yesterday, though, and, and look, I think we all fell into it. Anybody that follows it falls into it on a day like that. I, I know. And um, you know, we've had a lot of coaching searches around here. We're better at coaching searches sometimes than winning <laughs> games. At least it seems, you know, when it, when, it, when it comes to talking about them, we get more excited about them because we're familiar with them. That's for sure. We know how to do it. And um, I think that got people excited yesterday. But, um, you know, it, uh, it certainly was a day where a lot of people, you know, bought into a lot of things. And the Internet has a lot of power, man. I mean, it really does. It can make you think a lot of things. And so do our phone lines. Again, not the business line. Our McCarty Daniel <laughs> hotline is 877-377-6963. we got two open lines right now. Let's first go to Cooper, who's in Fort Smith. This morning, Cooper. Welcome to the program, man. Thanks, guy. Hey, uh, first off, thank you guys every morning. Y'all get me going to work every morning, so I appreciate what you guys do. Um, uh, just a quick question. You know, if I like Pittman, but it just doesn't seem to be working out. Let's say if he does leave, uh, where do you guys suggest we go look? Do we go look at an NFL coach? Do we look at another college coach? Do we, you know, look to throw a lot of money at a bigger name? What is your guys' opinion on where we should uh, go to maybe look for a coach that would put us in the right direction? Well, since, Thanks, guys. I'm going to listen to your answer. Since Powerhouse is closed down, where do you think your check and, and Gruden are going to meet? Where do you think that's going to happen? How long until John Gruden's name is brought into the conversation? Uh, I mean, he was, in, he was in Little Rock, uh, what was it, last year, <laughs> I think, at that point? So maybe he comes back to Arkansas. I don't know. Again, 
Um, there's a lot of people listening right now that thinks the nail's in the coffin at this point. An announcement hasn't been made. Um, to Chuck's point, if they beat Florida International and Missouri, I think people might people might change their God, Missouri thrashed Tennessee. Did you guys watch that game? Oh my yeah. gosh, Drinkowitz and company just put a beating on, Miz- well, on Tennessee. Well, before we get off on a different subject, let's get back to what we were talking about here. Um, before you do anything, you better make sure you got the money. Period. End of story. Mm-hmm. You better make sure you got the money. People act like it just grows on trees. And people act like the answer is just, first off, just pay the guy off, and secondly, pay the next guy more. Well, now show me where that works. I, I mean, really. That, uh, show me in your life where that works. Let's just get rid of something and pay more for something else. That's the answer. And when it doesn't work, let's do it again. And four years from now, when it doesn't work, let's do it a third time. And let's keep banging our heads against the wall and see if we can figure this out. Mm. Now, I'm not advocating anything, but what I'm saying is let's look at what we've done and be honest with ourselves and say, well, maybe what we've been doing hasn't worked out quite like we thought it would. Now, I don't think there's going to be unlimited resources. There's not. Um, It's just not there. Generally, when you make a switch, and I'm not saying that's going to happen, but generally speaking, when you make a switch, you go from one extreme to the other. Yeah, I You go you, from one extreme to the other. That's how sports works. I thought you were talking about what my wife's Amazon account there for a second. You know, just, well, you know, it goes from one extreme to get, the other, too, I would imagine. Get rid of that one, give a more expensive one. But. You pay it off, and then it, gets, <laughs> uh, then it, then it goes back up. Now, I, you know, you, all sorts of things get rumored, said, People say things to make themselves feel like uh, to the group they're in front of, like they're more in the know than the next guy. I mean, this goes on every time this happens. But there was a lot of talk yesterday about, well, the foundation's calling donors and boosters trying to raise money right now. I got a call. I didn't. They've even, you know, know, all this stuff, whether that's true or not, they didn't call me asking me for money, ironically. Oh, man. But, uh, you know. There is conversation about that going on. I agree with you, Chuck. I think a big part of it is they don't have the money right now. To I mean, we think it's just flush with cash up there. I don't think it's as flush as they as everyone perceives it to be. Well, you hate to, you know, we've we we're paying off. I mean, I don't even know who we're paying off anymore, to be honest with you. I mean, uh, but we're still paying, <laughs> and uh, that's my point. Is yeah. at some point you got to end that cycle. At some point you've got to end that cycle. And, uh, you know, to sit here and say, well, the, you know, the answer is to keep a guy for 15 years. I, I'm not saying that. I, I, I know how this thing works. I'm smart enough to figure it out. I've watched it up close many times now. And um, I just know that we, we've thrown a lot of good money after well, bad. Just, I'll tell you what. Just think, we're good at that. Just think about the transitions within the conference. So you didn't have the right guy in 92 when you came in the league. Yeah, John L. Smith with A&M and Missouri came in the league. And if you elect to fire Sam Pittman, that will be another first-time head coach that is here at Arkansas. Well, John L. was an interim. That's, 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 but I'm that's saying, not a you, fair comparison. But what I'm saying is, if you elect to go with this decision, then, again, twenty since 2012, Arkansas has been awful. They just hadn't been a good football team, relevant of any national expectation or anything. And now it's going to get even more difficult with Oklahoma and Texas joining the league if you don't have the right guy, whether you think it's Pittman or someone else. You've got to nail this next hire if there is one, if you're Hunter Yurichek in this situation. Because you're already behind the Well, that goes without saying. I mean, that goes without saying. I mean, you you know, everybody understands that he's behind the eight ball right here. I mean, in, in modern college sports... If you're an athletic director and you make one bad hire in football, you're out. That's how it works. Hunter's smart enough to know how this works. If he makes a bad hire in football, he's next. He knows that. Every athletic director in America is under that microscope right now. Ross Bjork swung for the fences over the weekend at Texas A&M. And, um, you know, they, 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 they're involved in a, just a, a mind-boggling buyout. And they'll hire somebody else. But you know what? If he doesn't make a good hire, they're going to fire him. And so, you know, that's, 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 that's why I say, yes, an athletic director's on the line. But they all know that. I, I mean, if you don't make a good football hire, you're dead meat. Let's go back to the phone line where Chris in Fayetteville is. Chris, welcome in. 
Yeah, can you hear me? Yes. Okay, I just got some comments, you know. Chuck, I'm sorry, but I'm sick of excuses. You know, Gervais is about the fourth or fifth richest school in the SEC, $2.8 billion. And, uh, you know, as far as your check, he needs to be fired. What do you say to the fans before the game? You know, this team deserves 72,000 people in this stadium. 72,000 people showed up. Six minutes later, 21 to nothing, 30,000 of us left. Well, I and don't disagree as, with that part. I don't disagree with that part. And as far as the, uh, uh, what, these board of directors, I mean, what decisions are they making? And these boosters and the, the billionaires we have in northwest Arkansas, they should be top prospects begging to come to this school. They can help with the NIL, however it's done. They should be they should be paying or giving jobs to NIL players, whoever sits on the bench 24 hours a day to the superstar. They should be begging to come here. There's no excuses. These billionaires up here, they don't care about Arkansas. It wouldn't just help Northwest Arkansas. It helped the whole entire state. Losing in this school is absolutely... An embarrassment, an embarrassment to the SEC and an embarrassment to this state and an embarrassment to these fans that spend thousands of dollars every game for the last four years under Pittman. In his fourth year, he can't win. And, you're, and Chuck's talking about, well, we ain't got no money. I didn't well, let me say tell that. you something. You keep hiring high school coaches, first-time coaches, and this and that, and we're never going to win. Never. Chris, I appreciate the call this morning. I do wonder, so he brought up an interesting part about Hunter Yurchek, and I've seen some say that he needs to be fired. Guys, every other sport on this campus is having success, and we realize that, again, football butters your bread, but I, I don't think it would be right for Arkansas to let him go as well. Nobody with a double-digit IQ thinks Hunter Juracek should be fired. I'm sorry. That's the silliest thing I've ever heard. And just so we have our facts straight, Arkansas is the 10th highest operating budget in terms of athletics in the SEC. It's about to become 12th. That's just, those are the facts. You may not like them, but those are the facts. Yeah. As far as billionaires, I mean... You know, that's their money. They're they're not obligated. I mean, it'd be it'd be really nice if someone named Walton Tyson or Hunt would just give you six eight million well, a piece a year so you could have a fifteen million dollar nil fund. But Chuck, that I mean, they're not guys, obligated. Texas A and M just spent roughly a hundred million dollars mm-hmm. to try to make themselves into something they aren't and have never been, and they hired someone who had done it somewhere else and asked him to come in here and do it here. Mm-hmm. Well, they told him to come in here and do it here. And it didn't work. So if it was just about money, if it was just about money, Texas A&M be 10-0. Yeah. If yeah. it was just about money, I mean, you got to spend it smartly, just like anybody else. And the reality is whether you think people ought to be given more or whatever, the budget is what the budget is. And anybody that's ever had a job knows that. And you work within that. I, hey, I wish somebody would write him a billion-dollar check, too. That'd be great. Yeah. But if you were asking me to do it, I'd say probably not. We well, yeah. always say it's easy to spend someone else's always money. Be, you know, always easy to spend someone well, else's money. Well, never forget but... every one of them spending somebody else's money. Right. Now, never forget that. Now, yeah. you said something, I think, pre-show, Tommy. Did you say they got one more month of Chad I, I read that. I, I don't know that. I read that this weekend from a reported. Is it credible? That, I, I I don't remember. I still think there's some money changing hands right. there. I think, I think be they're, fair to, they're say that. to the end or near the end of the Chad Morris yeah. payout is what I understand. But um, I equate that to your wife's car is about paid off. You've made the last payment and then she wrecks it. And know? I think it's, I mean, Chuck made a point earlier that's fair to ask is how much money does the Razorback Foundation have for a quote unquote rainy day fund if something was to happen? Because Arkansas fans just think at one point you're like angry at the the amount of tickets cost and the amount of donations, all this other stuff. But at the same time, this is a situation where that money is needed to this point if it comes down to 
a changing of coaches. I don't, again, that's something they have to consider. Let's go back to the phone lines. BA is in El Dorado this morning. What's up, BA? Hey, good morning, gentlemen. How are y'all? Good, man. What you got? <laughs> well, listen, if the, if the words come out of your mouth um, that somebody should do something, and you know the NIL, however that works, stop talking. If you have to say NIL and however that works, just stop talking. You know, I, I, I'm just flabbergasted by people who come on as experts and then they say, however that works. These are the ones who are saying, yeah, let's, let's get a new coach. Who? Who? I mean, do you want Jimbo? Is that, is that who you want? Who do you want for a coach? Because I'll just be honest. It's not, it's not the school that everybody's clamoring to come to. Okay. And I, again, cannot ever stand when people let their ignorance show with the, you know, NIL, however that works, it should be different. How do you know it should be different if you don't even know how it works? That's my two cents. Thanks. I uh, appreciate it, B.A. George is in Missouri. George, welcome in. What's going on, gentlemen? Um, I, okay. The call, not the guy that just called in, but before. I'm, I'm going to call him out. Fire your check. You, you, are you serious? He brings in Muss, who puts the basketball program uh, on the map. Uh, you, I mean, sets up us to have uh, the best basketball, uh, excuse me, the best baseball program, not to mention all the other sports. Okay. I get football is your moneymaker. Do not fire Hunter Juracek. He's the best athletic director we've had in many, many years. That was a dumb statement. Uh, the coaching carousel. Um, I agree with you, Chuck. Sometimes it, it has to stop. You can't just keep firing people and then expecting money to grow on trees to hire somebody else. And not only that, if you don't, I mean, I, I guess Mark Stoops is a great example in, in Kentucky. How many times did he have a losing season? How many times did people say to fire him? And now they, they are semi in a better position than we are. But you tell me how many head coaches and, and, uh, and assistants or whatever declined the interview or uh, wasn't in a position to do so last year. And, and, you know, Sam was the, or not last year, but four years ago, Sam was the one that was hired. You know, you had Lane Kiffin, you had all these different, Gus Malzahn is a great example. I've had every name in, in known to man, including John Gruden, come across uh, every Razorback page known to man saying that that should be the answer. The coaching carousel has to stop at some point. And I get fans are mad, but unless you start pulling money out of your own pocket, it, there's no, there's nothing there. You can't imagine and, and just say, yep, let's fire this guy who has finally got us out of the Chad Morris era. In my opinion, he has. Um, but let, let's, let's bring in some big name head coach that we don't even know is going to even want to interview here. Um, to, to, to go through the same thing and get a fan base mad at him in three or four years and want his head on the pike. Uh, appreciate the call. Let's keep him going. Charlie's in Camden. Charlie, welcome in. Just rolling them in like clockwork this morning, aren't you, Todd? Yep, trying to. What's up? <laughs> Just, <laughs> what's up, guys? Uh, yeah, I kind of agree with that last caller, but, you know, I think uh, at the same time, you know, I've been defending Sam since he's been here, and he did pull us out of the mud. But, uh, you know, it gets to a point where, you know, something's got to give. Guys, <clears throat> I think what we have to look at, though, is like, look at what Texas A&M just did, and they're willing to accept that buyout. And maybe they have more money than we do. I don't know. Maybe they're boosting they support. They, they, obviously, it's not. Even, it must not be close because – but at the same time, like, Guys, we can't you keep using the excuse we don't have the money and we, we're not willing to pay the money to either accept a buyout or go get someone. You know, I, I just, you know, and I don't want to fire Hunter Juracek. That's stupid, too, whoever said that, because he has turned this, you know, program around as far as the, it's the entire athletes. It's not just football. It's everything. And if you think about it, he's done a heck of a job. 
So I'm not talking about that, but I'm just saying we got to come up. If we're going to do this, we got to come up with a plan. And, you know, that's the hard part about this all. And everybody loses their job, not just Sam. I, I hate it for the team. I hate it for the players. I hate it for the coaches. But, you know, it gets to a point. It gets to reality. We got to do something. Well, one thing I think you have to think about, and one thing I want to be clear on, nobody's saying Arkansas doesn't have the money to win. Nobody's saying that. I certainly am not saying that. They've got the money to win. But what we're talking about in this instance is do you have the money to change coaches and hire the guy you want to hire, whoever that is, because the price tag on that is probably going to be at about or in excess, oh, I don't know, $20 million. And that's, just for the, and that's just for the first year of the new coach's contract. That's paying off one guy, okay. paying the other guy's first year. You're in the neighborhood of $20 million bucks right there. Plus staff. The idea that, and I'm just going to say it, the idea that in a small rural Poor state by comparison. You're going to be able to pull those kind of bucks. I don't know that you can. Here's the thing. I don't know if you noticed this. Texas A&M played Saturday night. At halftime, they had a ceremony where a guy donated $160 million to the 12th Man Foundation. Now, hey, what kind of message is that to your coach in the halftime locker room? Everybody's wondering how we're going to pay you off. Here's how we're going to pay you off. We got a check for $160 million. And <laughs> the last time I checked, we've not had one of those ceremonies here. That's and, about uh, an, that's about a year's worth of operating expenses at Arkansas. That's roughly. incredible. I mean, I, I'm going to write you a check for 160 million. And um, oil prices must be pretty good right and now. They're going up apparently. Sounds like wow. It. I didn't know that. Hundred. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's staggering. Have you not seen that picture? 160 there's million. Just, there's just a, to Chuck's point. There's just a fat check. Out on the on, at halftime, in you can Sanfield. give Jimbo every dime you owe him and say you never even have to look for a job, Jimbo. <laughs> and I'm still going to have 84 million dollars left. Boys, so you can do what you want. Arkansas's rich, A&M is wealthy. There's there is a difference. Hey, we're brought to you by West Ark Plumbing and Expert Drain Services, water, sewer, grease, and gas lines since 1993. They've been helping fix those. If you've got plumbing issues that are on the fritz, or you don't know who to call, or maybe the next time you have an issue. Uh, you're looking for the right number, 646-5151. Put that in your phone, 479-646-5151. West Ark Plumbing and Expert Drain Services since 1993, 479-646-5151. Brian's in Fayetteville. Again, our number, if you want to call our text, is 877-377-6963. Brian's on the McCarty Den Hotline. What's up, man? Hey, uh, it's a it's a tough time right now, but... Uh, I just want to say that I think that as a fan base, we have to kind of look at uh, a couple core issues. And one of those being is that uh, as a general rule, our program has always been pretty pretty proud of the fact that we have not cheated uh, like the Southwest Conference did. The SEC is, we, we left one Texas in the Southwest Conference, went to six or seven of them in the SEC. And we have always tried to compete without cheating at those levels. And, it's just, I think it's a, it's it's always been something we've tried to be proud of, but here's the deal. NIL opened the door for everybody to pretty much cheat. And we have to start becoming, and I mean legitimately, just spending money and buying players. And we're doing it, but we're not doing it at the level that everybody else has because NIL has exploded the first two, this last two years. Appreciate the call, Brian. Yeah, yeah. NIL's changed the sport. We know that, not just for football, but sports across college campuses. Where's the extra $10 million? That That's what you need in addition to what you're already doing. Thanksgiving dinner will be memorable this year at the historic Arlington Resort Hotel and Spa in Hot Springs. Thursday, November 23rd from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. in the Venetian Dining Room, you'll have a salad bar, carving station, hot buffet items, and desserts featuring traditional and unique items. Over 12 dine for $58 per person, under 12 for $29, and under 6 eat free. Reservations required. Must have credit card to hold reservations. Call 501-623-7771 or log on at arlingtonhotel.com slash dining for reservations and complete menu items. Call or text the McClarty Daniel Hotline at 877-377-6963. McClarty Daniel, a vehicle for every lifestyle. When you're looking for a new car, you want to shop for a vehicle you love with an organization you trust. 
You've probably heard that McCarty Daniel means making deals, but what I'm inspired by the most is that McCarty Daniel means making a difference in our community. When you buy a vehicle with McCarty Daniel, you reinvest right here in the community, in our schools, in our little leagues, in our food banks, and our people. So you're not just making a purchase, you're making a difference too. Come see us at any of our six locations in Northwest Arkansas. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE. That's B L E A V. For your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. You're listening to the Bud Light Morning Rush Podcast. Bud Light, proud sponsor of Arkansas Athletics. Let's talk to Melvin, who's in Sheridan this morning. Melvin, welcome in. Man, nobody's tired to see what happened than I am, but I told y'all so. I told you so. I'm sorry, but you've seen a different Sam this year. I don't know if it's pressure. I think he's actually mad at the people of Arkansas for thinking that we shouldn't be on him like this. He, you know, but uh, nobody wants a three and and nine record. But it could get there. And he's a whoop man, and whoop dogs just don't seem to hunt like a good, good healthy dog does. Uh, why did they lay the egg, guys? Any of y'all know? Uh no, I don't have a I don't have a great. He did he did address that after the game about not playing well at home this season. And why is he mad at us for us being mad at him? I don't, I don't think know. he is mad at you. I, I I think you're supposing something there that 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 isn't quite right. I think he knows you're mad at him. I think he knows you're mad at him, but I I don't think he's mad at you. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't think that Sam Pittman, to Chuck's point, is angry at the fans for being angry with him and the results so far this season. I don't. I, I I haven't got that sense. Here's what he did say after the game and why they hadn't played well at home this fall. I don't. We thought about our routine, what we do, things of that nature. Um, you know, we didn't go to the movies, didn't do anything like that. Uh, we never do on a three o'clock game, but. You know, it was kind of lock us in, get us focused, all those type things. And the week was identical to last week, practice-wise. I'll be honest with you, motivation-wise. It was a really good week. It really was. So I don't know why, unless Auburn just is, was that much better than us today, you know. But I don't think that's the case. I think for whatever reason, we didn't play with a lot of, it didn't look to me like a lot of energy. Well, the, to me, the reason why is, the offensive line issues continue to persist. You had more injuries, more shuffling going into Saturday's game. And the ironic thing to me, guys, is the undoing this season and maybe the undoing ultimately of Sam Pittman's going to come at uh, a lot of it at the hands of the offensive line performance and the lack of performance. And here's the guy that you counted on that, you know, that you, you know, has had the greatest reputation in the SEC in college football for a long time of being a great offensive line coach. But, I mean, you look at a lot of things and why this season hasn't want, went the way it's supposed to. It's been the, the lack of protection for the quarterback, the lack of being able to even get into an offensive rhythm at times because the offensive line hasn't been able to hold up. So, I mean, Saturday, I think you can start with the, with the offensive line, and that's why Saturday began to unfold. You couldn't set the edge on defense, and when, uh, when Thorne got in space, he was just loose. I thought all those things contributed I, I i just thought you know when you lose 48 to 10 everybody sure struggled i mean you had coverage I mean, on uh, the punt right away early i mean you, you can go down a list but um you know it was just a really bad day i mean it was a really bad day and i'll be honest i i, I didn't see it coming i didn't see it coming and you know maybe some did i've not talked to many i don't know i didn't know that arkansas would win the game i'm not saying that but i didn't think they'd lose 48 to 10 i think anyone did now i think what also has to be asked is how many fans are in attendance on saturday for a game at 6 30 it's a cupcake opponent against florida international but it's not really a guaranteed cupcake opponent based on how you played this season i know some have made the joke there's going to be more people in bud walton arena on friday than there will be in Donald W. Reynolds Racebacks Stadium on Saturday, but I mean, I think no. 
the loss against Auburn's last straw. And well, the, look, we've been through this before, and the answer to your questions not that good. You know, how many times have you seen our team or any team when you're not bowl eligible anymore? How many how many times are you gonna have a big crowd? No, we're not gonna have a big crowd, but they know that. I mean, and and um, I don't really think there's any question about what it's gonna be. I I've never bought into the. You know the kids deserve to have you there. I don't. I don't buy into that. It's your, it's your ticket. It's your weekend. If you want to go, go. If you don't, don't. But no, the crowd's not going to be as good. So where's the motivation for this football team down the stretch? You're not going to a bowl game. It's hard to find. I, I I don't know. I guess you have a ranked team coming in here at the end of the well, season. A rivalry game. Air quotes around rivalry game. I don't know how Sam Pittman inspires his team the next two. Well, games. Well, you know, here's the thing. Yes, the coach has got to inspire his team. But I'm going to tell you something. If you've got any competitiveness, uh, mm-hmm. competitiveness to you, yep. if you've got any pride, here's the thing about football too, guys. If you don't come to play, not only will you get beat, you'll get hurt. And, um, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say they're going to come out balls of fire the mm-hmm. next two weeks because I, I'm not naive. But by the same token, um, you better have pride as a competitor because if you don't, that guy across from you is going to whip your butt all day long, and he's going to tell you about it for three hours. And that's going to be a really long day. Yeah. And, um, you know, um, that can happen, and it happens a lot in these situations. And if you don't get yourself in the right frame of mind, it can happen again. And in the transient world of college football these days, with the transfer portal, your tape is your resume. I mean, if nothing else, I agree with everything Chuck said, but – Hey, for if I'm a player and I don't know what the future is here, mm-hmm. whether I want to transfer or not, I may not have a choice. I want as many plays on tape as I can put because I may be forced into the portal at some point. I don't know well, what you the might future be. is. Your, your you tape, might be. your game, your game tape is the only thing you've got. That's your currency if you're a player. Yeah. So, do you think there's a change? And Sam Pittman kind of when asked about it, there didn't seem like there'd be a quarterback change. Do they grow with Criswell? They switch things up. You're no longer going to a bowl. Uh, you might be trying to get some new guys in there at this point, especially against a lower-tier opponent, albeit it's not going to be an easy win based on how this team is played. This is really the first time where I think that's actually a reasonable question to ask if you're an Arkansas fan. Do we see a new quarterback trot out there on Saturday? I mean, in terms of a starter? At, at, at a good chunk of the game, if not starter at some point. Do we see him a good Oh, ch- we'll see him, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, we'll see him. Okay, I, I don't. I, I don't have any doubt about that. But no, I he's not going to start unless you know unless something cataclysmic happens this week, which I doubt. But uh, no, he isn't going to start. But yeah, I think he'll play. Yeah, I I I think he does play more. But no, I don't think there's even a, a chance of being the starter. Now I do think I do think your premise of beginning to turn the page, if in fact that is what's going to happen from a quarterback perspective. Um, you begin to do that. Um, but there are so many things at play here right now, guys. Uh, I mean, not just who you're going to start at quarterback. Um, I hate to say it, but big picture, uh, that's not at the top of the list. In a normal week, it would be number one with a bullet. Uh, but, but this week, the conversation's not going to center so much around that. And, 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 and here's the thing. If you've got a head coach, and I'm just going to speak candidly right here, if you've got a head coach who knows he's going to be around the next year and you do turn the page and begin to look towards the future and you know you got that quarterback and you know this is the route you're going next year, well, yeah, maybe. Um, but I do think this situation is a little bit different right now. Yeah, you use the term bullet. To me, the last bullet that Sam Pittman had in his chamber was letting go Jane Enos, transitioning. We saw a spark. We saw a boost last week with the offense, and then then we saw what we saw on Saturday. Well, I was I, talking about number one with a bullet. I wasn't talking about having a bullet in your gun. But, but um, look, this is, um, um, this is a decision that um, Sam Pittman, you know, he's not going to make this decision. Uh, this will be made by Hunter Juracek in concert with uh, – Probably a handful of other people, too, would be my guess. And he's just going to have to weigh all the factors. And Tommy articulated a lot of them a minute ago. You think Sam Pittman thinks he can still turn this around? You think in well, his I'm mind sure it's hard of hearts he yeah. can? I'm sure he does. Or do you does. think it's, yeah. in his mind it's it's done at this point? No, I think he believes. Well, I think why you, do you know the why answer do you guys think? Why, I think you know the answer Why do you guys that, think Ty? that? No, I, I really don't. Well, That's why do you I mean. think it's not? Why do you think he's not? 
because you, you presented the obstacles that are going up against Arkansas the last segment, and you think about where this school is right now in terms of its football program. It's not going to get any easier with Texas and Oklahoma to this point next season. I don't know if he's confident in his true heart of hearts in the back of his mind that he can turn this thing around. I really don't. I, I, I don't think that's an unfair but question to ask this. Point. All of those challenges are well, going to be... Why don't you go and ask him today? They got a noon press conference. Ask him. I'm not going to be there. I've got stuff I've got to do. But, I again, I, I I mean, he got directly asked about his job in the press conference yesterday. He answered it. And I just He'll don't... He'll be asked about it today. Yeah. <laughs> I guarantee you. But, but all those challenges you listed, which are right, will be the next coach's challenges as well. No question. I mean, it, it's not like... These are unique problems that only Sam Pittman faces. You know, recruiting is going to be an issue because the population of our state, the number of three-star-plus players we have in our state, that's not going to be – that's not exclusive to Sam Pittman. The lack of NIL funding compared to other SEC schools, you know, those are some problems maybe you can do something about. There's nothing Sam Pittman or Hunter Urechek or anyone can do about the level of talent of Arkansas football compared to other SEC footprints. There is something exciting to people about the idea of wiping the slate clean and the hope of starting over, and I get all that. There is something to that, Mm -hmm. and I do know that people think that way. But, you know, again, I'm just, uh, you know, the people that have to make this call are going to have to make this call, and they've got a lot of factors to weigh, and um, I'll I'll just leave it at that. All right, we got one open phone line here on the McCarty Daniel hotline. First, let's go to Justin, who's in Missouri this morning. Justin, welcome in. Hey, good morning, gents. Um, I had a crazy thought, and all my buddies think I'm crazy, but tell me what the negative would be, and I know it'll probably never happen, but what if they kept Sam Pittman on as the O-line coach? Because you think about from a fan base, I know as a fan I'd be ecstatic with that. If you're a head coach coming in, I mean, he was good enough for to be a Georgia line coach. I'm sure we'd love to keep him here. Keeping your recruiting class, it would help. Um, as far as the money situation, I'm no expert in that, but if that could negotiate some way from a buyout standpoint and mitigate that. And then also, I think Sam Pittman would love it because he loves Arkansas. I know he wants to keep coaching probably, but he'd be back to doing what he knows he loves in the state that he loves and not have to worry about all the head coaching pressures that he probably – doesn't like and has somewhat admitted that he doesn't know all that. So uh, tell me how crazy that scenario would be and why it could work. I don't think he's going to take a demotion, which is exactly what that would be. I could be completely wrong about that. I don't see that happening. I can't cite one example of a full-time head coach, not an interim returning to a I can't cite embar- one example. Yeah. It's so, kind of embarrassing to him, probably. The, the yeah. It's an interesting idea, but no, it's not going to The only, and you mentioned the interim aspect, the only one I can think of as of late would be Ohio State keeping on Luke Figgle as the defensive right. coordinator, but he was an interim. interim. That's yeah. the key. I can't that. cite one example of a sitting head coach in his fourth year that that moves, you know, takes takes a demotion yeah. and stays on staff. Randall's in Alma this morning on the McCarty Dinner Hotline. Randall, welcome in. Uh, good morning. I was going to start out about on your tech. You know, I guess I'm one of them single uh, digit IQ guys, <laughs> but I own two businesses. I've done pretty well, but he's really good at hanging out with the players and the coaches and the media. But his job is to to uh, uh, bring in money, isn't it? One of the big parts, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, and you're talking about we can't get no donors for you know, and then now we have him uh, out in the front on against nil, uh, trying to to. That's something that can be used against your recruitment. Our recruiting class is like 11th or 12th. That's no reason to keep Pittman. And uh, I'll just say this. I own a business. I don't hang out with the people that are working for me. I try to get new business every day. So um, whatever you guys want to say about the funding and all, that falls on your check too. And that goes back to Jeff Long when he sat outside of a, one of the board meetings and you guys were making fun of people saying he might get fired. Your check, uh, if he allows Pittman to continue, he will definitely lose all credibility. Have a good day. Well, those are two different issues. Yeah, you know, raising raising money and hiring and firing coaches are two different issues. The but 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 they both have a lot to do with the job, no doubt about that. And I, I'd be curious what Randall uh, is not with us anymore, but he mentioned him being an owner of two businesses. If he's contributed that NIL fund, we have people that complain well, uh, oftentimes uh, about that, and then. 
when asked to do something about it, they don't do so. And I, I'm included in that. I don't. I don't want to just say that in regards to that. Well, I, you know, in 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 terms of raising money, I, I mean, there's 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 you know, there's only so many pools you can go to. Um, you know, there's just only so many pools you can go to in our state. Yeah. And um, there's only so many players in our state you can go get with that money. And everybody out there has got money. And some of them have a lot more. That, 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 that's just the reality. It's football season at your neighborhood Buffalo Wild Wings. And with 64-inch TVs, beer, burgers, and, you know, wings, Buffalo Wild Wings is the best choice to watch the big game. So bring the gang and join us this football season at your local Buffalo Wild Wings in Bryant, Little Rock, Sherwood, Conway, Jonesboro, and Fort Smith. Buffalo Wild Wings, beer, wings, sports, and your home for any game. Roar! Hey, sports fans, don't let plumbing issues throw you off your game. Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric is here to tackle those pesky drain blockages and ensure your water heater is always in MVP form. With Pascal's world-class service, you can count on a winning play every time. Whether it's a quick drain clear or a water heater touchdown, Pascal's got the expertise to keep your home running smoothly. Stay in the game and leave the plumbing to the pros. Schedule your service online anytime at gopascal.com. Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. You're listening to the Bud Light Morning Rush Podcast. Bud Light, proud sponsor of Arkansas Athletics. Let's talk about something positive, because this has been a dreary morning thus far. Your Arkansas basketball program now 2-0 on the season with an 86-68 win over Gardner-Webb on Friday night. They're back again in action. Coach Muss is imploring fans, hey, you have tickets, you ain't going. Pass them out. We've had two great crowds. Anybody that's not coming Monday, you know, we'd love it if they turn their tickets in early because it's uh, we have two more games before we go to the Bahamas and certainly, you know, want to continue to have a home court advantage on Monday. And that's a night that if people aren't going to use their tickets, we really appreciate giving them back and, and allowing us to to get them to some people to, to, to try to have a really good crowd Monday. Chuck, we'll hear from UNZ courtside starting at 6.30 tonight. Games at 7, also on the SEC Network Plus, trying to start out 3-0. and That's the start of the season against Old Dominion. Yeah, it sounds like Old Dominion's a small team. You know, they uh, – um, but, you know, that – Arkansas, I, I think right now, and I know Musk wasn't terribly happy when it was over on Friday night um, – they got to get a little better. Well, got to get significantly better defensively. Um, you got to stop the dribble drive, man. You got to mm-hmm. protect that rim. And um, it sounds like this team's gonna, you know, this this team's gonna challenge them in that area too. Had 15 blocks on Friday. Trevin had five. Yeah, they're pretty impressive. Yeah, five they, by himself, but must yeah. still acted like they lost by 10 in the post game. Well, he didn't like the last nine or 10 minutes of the game. Yeah. Um, I think I think that's where he felt like his his group lost their focus. Yeah. They, uh, the women's basketball team also won on Friday. Got had over 11,000 people at Bud Walton Arena. They beat Murray State 82-79 to in the uh, the Screaming Kids game, which uh, was a huge... I got a little close there. Yeah, the they, they've had two very close games to start the season. UL Monroe and then Murray State. I don't know, you know, in the end, that, that, what, kind of, what type of team they're going to have competitively in a very tough SEC, but... Probably not the start most people that follow it closely expected. Mm-mm. Volleyball team won this weekend three zero in sets over Bama. Soccer team won. They played against Grand. They played Grambling this past weekend. They will host the uh, NCAA tournament soccer regional. Uh, Notre Dame, Memphis, and Pittsburgh are going to be the teams in Fayetteville this weekend. Arkansas takes on Pittsburgh this Friday night at six thirty. So that's the setup for this weekend for postseason soccer and Colby Hale if you want to go to Razorback Field and watch it this week. So you'll have basketball, right? Then you'll have, no, there's, yeah, there's basketball Friday. Uh, FHS will be yeah, playing Bayonne a home Hill game. High is going to play a home game against Fort Smith Southside and soccer. Get there early, Chuck. Get there early, man. Be a little traffic <laughs> yeah. there on the south end of campus, I, w- I guess. I will, be at, uh, I will be at the basketball game on Friday. I'm excited about that. That's going to do it for your hog update this morning. It is brought to you by our friends at Mr. Sparky. You don't have to put up with any malarkey. Call 888 Eight Sparky. All right, let's get in a quick call. Glenn is in Fayetteville this morning on the McClarty Daniel Hotline. Glenn, you've got about a minute and a half, man. Go ahead. Right, quick question. I just want to know, quick question, one comment. What's lower, standards or expectations with the football program 
And Chuck, we love you as an announcer, but coming on every morning just defending the program, it, is, it just makes it like a Razorback athletic department radio program. You guys take care. Have a good one. I'm not sure what you want me to say. I mean, I know some people right now, unless you say fire them all, I mean, all I've pointed out is that you better make sure you got your money right. Yeah, and that is uh, we we brought it up earlier again. Texas A and M got a what do we say, one hundred sixty two million dollar donation at half. Um, one hundred sixty. One hundred sixty. I don't. It's know. already one hundred sixty two with interest by this morning. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> and I know that people have been uh, making a big deal about Jimbo's yeah, buyout. I mean, that's seventy six million dollars or whatever I mean, it is. I think A and M as a university in total have like I think their endowment's like ten billion dollars. Ten billion. It's not Arkansas, man. I, I the, Again, there is some truth to We don't have, we're not privy to the financial information with the Razorback Foundation or anything else, but that is, a again, a question that they have to ask themselves. If they do make a move, it's not just Sam's contract. It's going to be the contract, some other assistants. It's going to be the ones you try and bring in, the buyout that you'd have to have for that incoming coach if they were yeah. to make a move at that point. A lot of moving parts. It's not just as easy as fire and hire, unfortunately. Yeah. Hi, everybody. This is Chris George from Joshua's Fine Jewelry in beautiful downtown Russell. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Christmas gifts, weddings, heirloom family treasures. And at Joshua's Fine Jewelry, we only have one sale every year, and it's right now. Every single item in our store is value priced for Christmas. We do custom one-of-a-kind jewelry. If that's what you're looking for, come see us. You can get anything fixed for a Christmas gift. Selection, quality, service, and Christmas red tag prices now through Christmas at Joshua's Fine Jewelry in beautiful downtown Russell. Have you tried Benville Brewing's new Space Goose Hazy India Pale Ale? It's handcrafted in Arkansas. You'll taste the great tropical citrus, including the passion fruit, the guava, and pineapple. It's creamy, zingy, and zows the taste buds. It's weird, wonderful, and wacky all at the same time. Try the new Space Goose Hazy India Pale Ale from Benville Brewing. You know, I wonder from Hunter Yurchek and others' perspectives that make these type of decisions, if this influences what they think about the current head coach at Arkansas and Sam Pittman, when you see other athletic directors in this league making changes across well, the board. Well, it's changes across the country. There's some that believe a change will be made with the suspended suspension of Harbaugh at Michigan. Texas A&M are openings. I mean, there's a pecking order. And... Whether it's Mississippi State, Arkansas, any other school that has an opening, dominoes have to fall. And Michigan and A&M are likely to fill with the top candidates before Arkansas is going to get their crack at what would be perceived to be a, a top target. So, I mean, that's just the way all of these searches go. Well, that is the news we're reacting here this morning on a Hot Take Monday. We're also reacting to your calls and texts at 877-377-6963, which is the McCarty Daniel Hotline, where Chris and Van Buren is this morning. Chris, welcome in. Hey, good morning, guys. I hope y'all do all right. Could be better. Um, so my my question for y'all, and maybe y'all have touched on this already, is is in y'all's opinion, what do you feel has been the biggest disconnect for this year to cause just the lack of productivity? I, I just don't feel it can all fall on Rocket Sanders' injury, and I know the O line hasn't been playing, but do you feel it's just a uh, multiple uh, uh, different things going on with the team? And do you feel that perhaps some of the players have lost faith in Sam Pittman and what he's wanting to do? I'll get off my answer. Thanks, guys. I don't think you can boil it down to just one thing. They missed on the offensive coordinator hire. They seem to have hit the defensive coordinator hire. I don't think last year's team gelled. I think this year's team did defensively, and I think you saw that during even the course of a losing streak where they just refused to give up. You played like dog you-know-what at home. Um, that's that's to me it's the biggest thing when you look well, at this football team is you don't give your home fans anything to get excited about. Hindsight, hindsight is twenty twenty, but looking back at it, you wish you'd have found a way or done what you needed to do to maybe keep Kendall Bryles around one more year. I thought Kendall Bryles did a good job of putting KJ in the right spots, the right play calls, you know, making things um, to where it played to his strengths more than coming in and trans transitioning this offense into the Eno system that ultimately has not worked out. Your offensive line has not been, and that's the ironic thing, a head coach who's, you know, got the background he does with offensive line, you know, that, that's, that's been a big part of the undoing of the offense. So I think, you know, there's a lot of change to swallow in one offseason with two new coordinators, but I think it really just didn't set the, 
the tone for this offense with KJ needing to be put in certain spots to play his strengths. And I that that's been the disconnect if you're asking for my opinion. Joel's in Fort Smith. Joel, welcome in. Uh, yeah, first off, I want to say, Chuck, I, I disagreed with that one caller. I appreciate your input. Even if you are part of the school, I, I think that gives us some insight that maybe most of us don't get. Uh, second, with what you were just talking about, as far as the disconnect, I think it's muscle memory. You know, for three quarters of the season, they have learned to do it Dan Enos's way. It didn't work. Uh, there was a reflex that helped us in Florida, but I think that they fall back on the habits that they've learned three quarters of the year. So I just don't see that it was going to flip that quickly. Am I here? Yeah. Okay. My other question, though, it has always kind of been presented that Sam loves the state and he was going to coach here and then retire. He's already brought in an experienced coach in Odom to help him. Do you think, and, and I agree that he would never go back to O-line, but could there be a conversation where he would bring in an associate head coach with some experience and hand off the reins in a year or two and then go off into the sunset as the hero of Arkansas? Because if they do fire him or if he leaves this year, it's going to be a bidding war. And just like in a car market, if everybody's looking for the same car you are, you're paying more next year would be a much better buyer's market for Arkansas, so they're not competing. I'll hang up and listen. Well, I think you're going to have coaching changes every year. I mean, you just are. And there's going to be a pecking order every year in terms of those changes. I don't don't think any year changes that. Yeah, I mean, anytime you're you're going up and you're competing against schools with more money, uh, more stature in, in the world of college football, I mean, We've seen this with Arkansas. And you flirt with the right names, and Jimmy Sexton plays his games, and then in the end, you know, rarely does Arkansas go after its number one target well, and land that guy. I, you know, the reason that schools make these decisions now as opposed to after the season the way it once was is because of the early signing day. And you want to send a message to recruits, number one, that, you know, we're going to turn this thing around. Um, and number two, you know, you want to assure them that, you know, you're going to have a good coach. And if you get into a situation where you know who that is, sometimes you even tell them who that's going to be. But there, there, there are so many things, again, that come into play. But guy, I, I just feel like, you know, again, we're, we're sort of getting the cart before the horse right here on uh, uh, some of this stuff. We're just going to have to see how this, this, this all plays out. And there, there are lots of factors at play right now. Yeah, no question about it. John is in Fort Smith this morning on line one. John, welcome in. Hey, guys. Appreciate the call. Appreciate your show. Uh, I think it's ridiculous that, you know, we're, we're paying a head coach $6 million a year, but we need somebody, we need to bring, you know, bring somebody in to help him. That's, that's a, that's ridiculous. I agree with uh, that. I agree with that. Yeah. And, I mean, Chuck, we love you. We love your input, but we also realize who pays your bills. I get that, but man, the, one of the one of the coaches' jobs is to get his team prepared, uh, get them motivated, get them to where they'll run through a wall for you. Uh, we've seen that. We've seen it at Florida, uh, but then then at Mississippi State in Florida, it just seemed like they didn't even care. Uh, or against Mississippi State in, in this weekend. Yeah, I'm sorry, Auburn. It seemed like they didn't even care. I mean, you could you could tell the emotion on the sideline, uh, just the, the way they run out on the field, man. And, you know, that's one of the coaches' main jobs is to get his team prepared. And they have looked, no matter what you can say, they have looked ill-prepared many times this year. Uh, whether you like Sam, whether you don't like Sam, you, you cannot, under any circumstances, deny that they have looked unprepared several games this year. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Again, I I go back to the fact that this team has played much better on the road that has at home, and there's not many college football teams that you can say that about this year. I I just don't get why why this team hasn't been motivated. That's Sam's job, and he was clear about that after the game, but you can continuously say something how you want to play well in front of your friends and stand up, but they just time and time again keep letting this team down or keep letting this fan base down at this point. Mike's in Centerton this morning. Mike, what's up? 
Good morning, gentlemen. Thanks for the call. Uh, I want to address uh, a caller from about an hour ago talking about uh, the sideline attitude and people joking around and uh, athletes just having fun. Uh, so a little backstory. I, <laughs> I uh, chaperoned my fourth graders trip to the uh, Screaming Lady Razorback game, <laughs> which was uh, chaos, if, uh, if I could say. Uh, but on the way out, uh, DBH's boys were out kind of shepherding the kids out to the bus, and I had a chance to uh, to meet Austin Ledbetter from the baseball team, and uh, just it struck me that, you know, he's a, he's a very kind young man, and, uh, you know, they were out there between classes, you know, helping these kids get on their school buses safely uh so it kind of put it in perspective to me that that these are still young men they're very young men uh regardless of of what sport it is they're they're trying to make it so i want to caution fans uh in putting their personal identities in in what the results are for any of our teams uh this is important for every one of these athletes who are on our campus uh, doing their best. Uh, yeah, there, there are, there are coaching decisions that are made, you know, behind closed doors and, you know, money people here and there doing whatever they do. Um, but a word of caution to fans, supporting a team means supporting a team in good and in bad. So we, we don't need to be looking at the sidelines and, you know, blaming these players, our head's not in the game because they're having fun. They're, these guys are having the time of their lives, even when they're, you know, getting beaten. Uh, so just a word of caution to fans, don't put your identity, don't wrap yourself up in what the result of the scoreboard is. Go and support a team, have fun, and, and, and love our Razorbacks regardless of what sport it is, soccer, volleyball, football, baseball, basketball. Thanks, guys. Well, I got to be honest, you sound like a participation trophy dad. I mean, I, I, I like we we want to win. It's plain and simple. That sounded like a participation trophy, Dad, right there. Hope's in Springdale. Welcome in, Hope. Uh, good morning. Thanks for taking my call. I just wanted to uh, say that uh, you know when you're trying to uh, deal with uh, coach up three and four star athletes, which is what most of our team is, and a lot of these money teams and good teams have five-star athletes. I mean, I don't think it's necessarily all the coaches' problems. I think that, I mean, even though they're, I think they're doing as much as they can do with the talent that they have. I mean, I think about the man at Missouri, and he's had several seasons, and he's, you know, turned it around. I I do believe that sometimes fans have an over-expectation of what you can achieve with the, uh, you know, talent level that is mostly three and, and four stars. I'm not necessarily uh, four, and I'm probably in the minority of uh, Fire and Sam Pittman. So that's all I want to say. Thank you. Well, Hope, I, I think in order, and we appreciate your call this morning, I think in order for Arkansas football to have success is not only do you, like, even in, in like a high recruiting side, Arkansas is never going to be inside the top ten. It just It's not going to happen. So, that being said, if you're going to coach at this university, you have to be not just a good recruiter because you are got to go outside the state. You also have to be an excellent developer of players, which Sam Pittman has that cachet for a number of years, the offensive line. And again, that's why we keep coming back to the thing that that development aspect has been putrid this year, which people don't understand. If you're going to take solace in something, it was going to be in the offensive line. Unfortunately, you can't do that this year. Robert is in Fort Smith this morning on the McCarty Daniel Hotline. What's up, Robert? Hey, guys. I was just going back, like you were talking about time, about that participation trophy thing. My thing is like this. You've got people spending 5000 10000 150000 on those tickets, those boxes. It ain't fun time no more because you're spending that kind of money to go to a game. That, that's got to stop. You know, I mean, you've got, you've got a job to do. And you know, some of them are in the NIL money. That changes all that because then you step, and we've had this discussion before, maybe not with me, but you step from being just a player, you're getting paid. So get get it done, get your job done, and it's fun times finished, you know? And we're not. And it's that simple. And so y'all have a good day, guys. I appreciate it, Robert. Again, if you want to call or text us on the McCarty Daniel hotline, we've taken plenty of calls this morning, probably up 50-plus. You can do so at 877-377-6963. That's where Verl is this morning, Fort Smith. 
What's up, Burl? Just playing ball with your son last week. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, can I ask you a question? I'm so, being serious. Do you believe half of the stuff that you say? Half the stuff that I say? No, I believe everything I say, yeah. Burl, legitimately. Whether it's right or wrong. Uh, most time it's wrong. I love you to death. <laughs> I, I listen to you every morning. But you got to listen to Tommy and, and, and Chuck, bro. You don't listen, man. <laughs> and I said, that, I, I'm like, I'm not even going to call, but I said, I'm going to call today because Todd's going crazy. So what am I wrong at, bro? What am I so inaccurate what I've said this morning to this point? Okay. Me personally, my first thing is, who are we going to get as another coach? I have no idea. I don't know if they're going to make a change. I think I've been pretty clear about that this morning. <laughs> and Sam Pittman loves Arkansas. Okay. I don't like losing. Trust me, I don't like losing. But this man loves Arkansas. So do a lot of people give listening him, right now, bro. Give him a chance, man. Well, I think you're in the minority oh. in that. But that has been a something we feel it this morning. So again, what what have I said that's incorrect this morning, Burl? What are you so what did you have to call in this morning that I've just been so inaccurate of saying this morning that I wasn't listening to Tommy and Chuck with? Okay. Uh basically I I wasn't gonna call it you said participation trophy. We man me, Tommy and, and Chuck been fans longer than you have. Okay. And we know that we're going to lose. Like, I'm a Cowboys fan. And I know they're going to let me down. But I'm still a fan. You, you, you can't lose your fandom. I don't think I've lost my fandom. And, bro, we appreciate the I, call. I, I, I don't know, see, no, Ty, I didn't say you did. I say, I'm talking in general. You can't lose your fandom. I don't think I have. But what Mike was calling and basically saying we should support this program and just have fun, that's what ticked me off. Like that, this football team is three and seven right now. It's not fun because you're not any good. And I think fans feel that way. Right? Has this been a fun no, I don't two know hours anyone. today? Because it hasn't been fun. I don't take pleasure, pride like the afternoon guys when we're not good. I don't relish in the opportunity when you're not good. I hate this. I think everyone hates this. No one likes coaching. Again, this idea that like we like coaching churches more than winning is not true. We want to win football games in Arkansas. It's happened before. I don't know if it's going to happen anytime soon. But yeah, that's where I'm at this morning, Verl. So evidently the participation trophy jab, Tommy, was too much for Verl this morning. All right, back to the McCarty Daniel Hotline where Kyle's in Springdale this morning on line one. Kyle, welcome in, buddy. Yeah, hey, thank you for taking my call. I appreciate it. I just had a couple points to make. First of all, I think back to a couple of teams that have been mentioned today. Colorado is one of them. I think back to before Deion Sanders, when they were awful, there were zero fans in the stands. Nobody came to see because they were a bad football team. I think back to another team mentioned today, Missouri. Before that guy they got now, Missouri was an awful football team, and they couldn't sell tickets. There's nobody in attendance. We were a 3-6 and six team playing Auburn on Saturday, and we had just about a packed-out stadium. And I know that this is about the team and the coaches. And it's not, I mean, fans, whether we win or lose, you know, fans don't decide the game, but we got fans that deserve to see a good football team because we show up every day. I remember, I mean, we're down 40, freaking 42 to 3, and we're calling the hogs. You don't get that anywhere else. And we deserve to have better. Second thing I wanted to mention about kids having fun. Uh, somebody said that earlier. Listen, it, you know, I get what you're saying about participation trophies. Uh, that's neither here nor there. But you can't have a good team identity if you're not having fun. And that starts with the culture of the head coach. So I'll leave you with this today. When you look at Sam Pittman, and I love him, I think he's a great guy. And then you look at the kids that are on our team. Do you think he can create the type of culture where these kids are fired up and want to have fun. I'll hang up the list. Thank you. Appreciate the call. Guys, the reality is you have the 13th roster 
in the SEC, according to 247 Sports. When you combined your transfers, your guys on this campus, that is what you have right now. It's the 13th best roster in this league. Those are That's not my opinion. That is laid out by a highly valued recruiting site that does this on a daily basis. So you can say what you want to be about their talent on campus, which there is to a certain degree, but still for SEC standards, it's it's below in the pecking order at this point. And when you got a roster that's, you know, behind most of your opponents that, you know, how do you improve that in a state that, what'd you say produces at this year? It's, it's like 20, 20 something and 23 star or better. Florida had 247. Yeah. So I mean, in 2024, those are the numbers. This podcast has been presented by bet online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson broadcasting's prior written consent. Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network, the best podcast in the natty state. Just search Hit That Line wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.